Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Penultimate Conquest podcast, where we talk about everything to do with the video games industry. I am your host, Ruben Guerrero, and today I have two schmucks and a really nice guy. Let's figure out who the schmucks are. Eric, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. How's your Monday? It's good. My blood pressure is down. Went to the doctor's office today. They were very happy. So it's a good day, Ruben. Good. good. good I'm day. glad. I'm glad. Will, how are you doing? Yes, I'm doing fantastic. It's an excellent day so far. Good. Good. Um, this is the first time you're on this show. Uh, let me give. I don't know if you want me to give an introduction or if you want to give an introduction. You can go for it. Okay, I'll try my best. Don't don't kill me if I mess up. <laughs> so, Will Beeman is notoriously famous in the kind of funny uh, Facebook group for knowing all things Star Wars. And I figured if I'm doing a Star Wars episode about Star Wars Squadrons, I should probably have him on the podcast. Am I right, Will? Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I. I stumbled into somehow everyone recognizing my Star Wars knowledge. I don't. I, mean, I don't know how it. I don't know how it happened, but th- that's where we're. If at. it happens, it happens. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, I have with me Ryan. How you doing today, Ryan? Hey, hey. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, it's a Monday. You know, could be better. No, just like Garfield, you hate Mondays. I do hate Mondays, and I do love lasagna, so I might be Garfield. Well, you're from New York, so that's why. I mean, I, I well, sure, okay, let's go with that. That's why you so, love lasagna. Yes, that that because I'm from New York is why I love lasagna. Sure, let's go with that. I didn't know that was that a checks out. New Yorkers, that, that it, it checks out. Okay, because ricotta oh, cheese is just bad. around me all the time since I'm from Louisiana. I mean, so. you. Just told me you saw a gator this morning. I did not tell you that. Yeah, you did. See, you're stereotyping me with gators again. I'm just saying that's what you told me. <laughs> Will, is that not true? Did he not say that before we started recording? I mean, I I thought when I first logged in, there was one in the room with him. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so today's topic is going to be Scar- Ooh, Scar Wars. Star Wars Squadrons. And what we think EA will do next with the Star Wars property. Um, let's start off with let's start off with Star Wars Squadrons. What did we all think? I know Eric said he didn't play it. Uh, I'm going to save my uh, opinions for last because uh, it's not good. Will, did you play it? Yes, yes, I did. Um, I. I thoroughly enjoyed the game. I'm not a big flight sim guy. Um, I'm, I mean, I ended up being all right at the campaign in this one, but generally, when it comes to flying games, I am the worst at. Um, okay. I'm usually I'm just not good at like the flight sim mechanics, and I thought the controls were at least accessible enough in this one to make me tolerable at it. I haven't tried the multiplayer because. Everyone warned me that you have to be very good to be good at the multiplayer. And I just don't have the patience to to grind on that anymore. My my gaming time is too limited, especially with like Cyberpunk and all of those big fall games coming out. I exactly. didn't wanna 
I didn't want to grind into the multiplayer too much. And I mean, I'll probably try it at some point just to see. But as far as the story goes, well, how detailed do you want me to go? Do you just want me to give you initial thoughts right now and then we go from here? Or do you just want me to give all of it? Uh, let's do initial thoughts first. Okay. Well, my initial thoughts is I, I thought it was very good and I enjoyed the game. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, what did you think of Star Wars Squadrons? I, for, again, w- well, this game was priced at $40, right? Or was it 50 mm-hmm. It was 40 40 40 For a $40 flight sim game, it was fantastic. And I come from a flight sim background. Like, I love my Microsoft flight sims, that kind of deal. So I thought this was the perfect mix of, like, hard flight sim and arcade to feel right. The cockpits and everything were gorgeous. Uh, the story was... It was good. It wasn't the best Star Wars story I've ever played in a video game, but it wasn't also the worst one I've ever played. Okay. And I've actually dipped my toes into the multiplayer, and it's pretty fun. It, it's, a, it's a good time. Okay. And I also have played it in VR, which was a question. real good time. Okay. PSVR? I, yeah, PSVR it made me almost throw up, but in a good way. I don't know if you can ever <laughs> almost throw up in a good way. Oh, you haven't had a good night at the bar yet, then. Oh, <laughs> no, I probably have not. <laughs> Will, did you play in uh, VR or uh, just regular? No, I unfortunately do not own any VR headsets. I have friends that do, but okay. um, I don't have one myself. Okay. Um, I played this game for a good... 30 minutes and like within the first mission i could not get a con- good control of the flight controls and so for that i was out um i guess i'll try it in vr to see how it goes uh i tried to get a refund from it from psn but uh they said since i downloaded it already i couldn't get a refund so i guess i'm pretty much stuck with the game which is fine you know I appreciate that EA is finally like, you know, giving the respect that IP deserves, I guess. Seeing as this was a $40 game that didn't really need to be $40, they could have probably pushed for 60. But, you know, I appreciate that it's 40 bucks. Um, Will, did you want to get into like full spoilers or full in depth? Sure. I, I, I can get into it if into it um i do echo you and ryan's sentiments though for a game only being 40 dollars, they i really loved that they just packed the game for 40 dollars worth of content sent it out and you get what you have and i think for that value that this game is definitely worth every penny of it could they have sold it at 60 absolutely they could have yeah. I think they would have gotten a lot more flack if they hadn't, because there is no post-launch plan for this game. Exactly. Um, and I think, and I think I can let that slide because it's forty. Because I can almost see this game becoming an annual thing, where like next year we'll get another Star Wars Squadrons, and it'll be like prequel era content, and then we'd mm-hmm. get another one, and it could be like early original trilogy content. Like, there's the capabilities of just doing that way with, like, an 8 to 10 hour campaign, 
all the ships that are involved with the customization and at that price point it works and th and that would be a good plan to have because a lot of people got this game i don't know if it's because of the or if it's just because they're just desperate for star wars games um but like these flight games like this are still a niche genre yeah whether the star wars license is on it or not so i think that this point to it is going to help it have legs financially as a franchise um the story i do i did think was good but um it doesn't really have that must play factor to it if that makes sense like there's no there's no aha moment in the story there's nothing about it that really hits you there there's some cool cameos um like everyone knows that harrison Dool is in the game so it's cool to see her pop up and they did the motion ca capture with the actual voice actress so it's kind of cool to see her carrying on in a post rebels world it's cool to see wedge antilles show up with dennis lawson again had sworn off the star wars franchise for years and then now he's slowly coming back to it again hey they're probably finally giving him enough money to where he's willing to do it but yeah. like it was great to see him in the rise of skywalker it's great to see him in this game it was great that he was featured in resistance reborn the novel so because i love wedge so it's cool to see him being a thing again but it kind of runs into the same the same problem that i've been having with a lot of like the new canon stuff that takes place right after the Return of the Jedi starts is I don't think they've I think they know where they're heading with all of that stuff, but they haven't really figured out how to start that conflict yet. So it's always like the constant the Empire the Empire's in scrambles. It's it's trying to recoup everything while the resistance and the New Republic are trying to clean them all out. But like they haven't really managed that that early war conflict yet like the aftermath books kind of accomplished that with the battle of jakku but outside of that they they haven't really found that that must have key landing point yet and the mandalorian could could end up exploring that too that's one of the few post return of the jedi content so far that's really been nailing it yeah um but yeah so that's kind of my thoughts really just on the story um overall like it, it's very good the characters are good i like the cast and everything um i think it's just because i'm such a like light side of the force republic like fanboy and stan basically the imperial side of the story doesn't really ever hit for me I, I i can't sympathize with them like they want me to just because i i hate the empire so there's no reason for me to want to be friends with all of these guys and be like yeah let's let's take out the new Republic for the empire. Let's do it. And it's like, no, I want you all to burn. So <laughs> sorry, I can't put myself in that shoes for you. But, oh boy. But it was a good story. It's, it's pretty well written. Um, all right. I'll shut up now. So, so people uh, can join. No, don't no like you're like, you're the, <laughs> you're the expert here. Will. we literally want you to keep talking. Cause you're so not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> now I did have one question for you, Will, because okay. I, obviously I'm not going to ask the two schmucks in the room. Uh, no offense, no offense, guys. I'm sorry. I mean, to be fair, he is the first person on this podcast to bring up Wedge and Tilly, so obviously we want him answering Star Wars questions. Yeah. Um, I had a thought before we started, and I wondered, could 
they they could you had uh, you started talking about it. Yes, I know. I'm very flabbergasted. It's Will Beeman here. Come on. Um, you started talking about how you could see that the you know a next uh, sequel could be mm-hmm. like in uh, another saga. Do you think not in another saga, but you know like post episode. You know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, just like the different eras of yes. Star Wars. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that was the wrong choice that they could have done? Like, could they have put in put this game like in between movies instead of eras? Um, I think they could have, but I, I guess they'll have the same thing. I guess unfortunately to it is like the novels and the comics are just filling so much of that story now and rebels did as well rebel that's why i was always kind of i'm still kind of curious what kenobi ends up being because a lot of the cool things i wanted to see kenobi do they locked down in rebels so like i'm very interested to see what story they end up going with for that series and it'd be the same thing with trying to to put a game in there. I mean, they could have kind of gotten away with this campaign, even just being on a far reaching part of the galactic civil war. And it would have worked out. All right. Yeah. Um, but I think like in a sequel, say they go prequel era that will enable a whole new story from a more distant side of this beginning conflict to be told, like with the, the trade federation and all that kind of stuff, because all of the space conflict and, and everything that happens in that film is all very singular on just Anakin's experience. There's not really this greater sweeping army to it yet. And that's something that's just beginning in that film. So there, there is territory there that they could explore and even, I guess not reintroduce new characters that come in from Clone Wars, but it would give them an opportunity to use some characters from that series um, just depending on when they would set it. So I think that would be the most interesting thing. Interesting thing, But for me, I think they could get away with doing that, but I would really love if the next game tied into the High Republic event that starts next year. Um, because, like, the, the big major event that happens in that storyline that those books are going to be about is all about the battle for ha- hyperfuel. So spaceflight's going to be a big central focus in those books. So I would love to see a video game play and tie into that in that era. Okay. Well, thank you, Will. I really appreciate you going into, you know, deep lore and answering my question. <laughs> yeah, if I get too talkative, just tell me to be quiet. It's just a part. No, Will, again, you're, he- you're here for that. Okay. <laughs> we want you to talk because... Okay. I I know just like the basic Star Wars stuff, you know. Okay. Um, I'm understanding everything this man's saying. Okay. If that I don't know anything. who Wedge is. <laughs> if that if that helps. When you said Wedge, I was thinking of Final Fantasy Seven. You know. Oh, <laughs> see, I, see, I don't know Final Fantasy Seven. So that that's oh, our that's well, where our light side, dark side comes into play. That's okay. That's all right. Um, <laughs> if you need to know anything about final fantasy seven, by all means, I, I'm You'll your guy. I go to. Yes, exactly. Okay. Ryan, did you have any more, uh, information you My, wanted to give? Um, 
for the story. Well, just anything. I, I, I also agree that putting it in between the Galactic Civil War and then the last part of the saga was... It's where they keep putting everything, and like he said, nothing really gets solved when you put anything there, because they haven't gotten to the point of solving anything there. You're just like, things are going to happen that start that we just don't know what it is. They're just, but it's here, which I completely agree with. And I could definitely see them using this engine, because the engine looks good to make games in other parts of the Star Wars like universe, other eras. Okay. I don't know how you would do a Clone Wars era one if they wanted to keep this switching dynamic. I don't think anyone wants to spend time as the Trade Federation as droids. Are you kidding? That's uh... Uh, <laughs> Sir, how dare you? I don't want to be a living ship. That sounds horrible. Ship. <laughs> the ships are alive. <laughs> they all are alive. Yeah, that's the joy. The ships are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> you could have Grievous in it. You could have all this stuff. Oh, don't bring Grievous into this. Uh, always bring Grievous. But you no, could have Plo Koon, which matters. <laughs> you could have who? Sorry, I didn't hear. Plo Koon. He was one Plo- of the leaders who flew. He was. He was a great captain. He was a I, Jedi. I definitely you know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, do you? Yeah, know, the guy with the gas the mask. Okay, yeah. so do you remember in Revenge of the Sith? Uh, when they were doing Order 66 and they yeah. were shooting down the ship. Yeah. They showed the Jedi that was flying it. If I'm not mistaken, oh, that was Plo okay. That is Plo Koon. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's he's, who that He's also is. Dave Filoni's all-time favorite Star Wars character. So really? if, you ever, if you ever want to show people impressive Star Wars knowledge, you can just... <laughs> <tell them that. laughs> Let me write this down. Give me a second. We're close. <laughs> we don't matter. <laughs> Dave Filoni, you said? Yeah. Okay. He's a great character. He's fun looking. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, Will, I had a question for you. Yes. A lot of people tell me that that Star Wars game that came out last year was really good. And I played it. And I didn't think it was that good. You know? I thought really? it was okay. I thought okay. it was okay. Okay. But like, yeah, I, I just thought it was Me okay. already, Ruben. Okay, Jeez. Eric. Well, are you are you a big Soulsborne guy? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Because I that I can see why that would have soured you on it. Because like, from what I've been told, the the gameplay is very Soulsborne like. I tried playing Dark Souls three for about as long as you tried playing Squadrons, and I can't play those games. I am not good enough. So I don't play any of the Bloodborne's or Dark Souls games, but I guess this was kind of my my Bloodborne, I guess, because the combat apparently just takes a lot from it. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed the story in Fallen Order significantly more than the story for Squadrons, because that tied in a lot of just a lot of fun Easter eggs from the Clone Wars TV series that. I never thought was going to be revisited. So when they were revisited, I was like freaking out. And then my friends that were playing the game along with me, they hadn't watched Clone Wars yet. So like I would be like freaking out and telling them in our group chat and they'd be like, okay, that doesn't mean anything. 
But then when we started watching Clone Wars together and we would get to these parts, they're like, oh, wait, that was in Fallen Order. That's awesome. And I was like, hey, <laughs> right in a while, I was having like a heart attack. And and the guy that wrote uh, Jedi Fallen Order is the same guy that wrote like the Knights of the Old Republic games and Ooh. some of the other Star Wars video games. So that guy knows how to just write Star Wars very well, which I think helped with that significantly. Um, there's some things that I, I wish that game did a little bit better. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, I want to be clear. I enjoyed the story. I just did not enjoy mm-hmm. the gameplay. Okay, yeah. I can see I, I can see how people aren't as into it. Yeah. I, Eric. I also want to no, oh, Ryan, God, what is Ryan. Eric doing. I, I don't want if to If we're know. talking future Star Wars, I have to pull out my well, lightsaber. We're not talking future Star Wars yet. Turn it off. Turn it on in the middle. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'm merely asking what your thoughts were on Fallen Order. Uh, it's great. It was my game of the year last year. That's unfortunate. I thought it was crap. uh, I mean, it was obviously I played Bloodborne and all that stuff, so those games are great. And I love Star Wars, so you mix those two things together. And Mm. I love prequel stuff, so obviously there's a recipe for good stuff right there, and it was great. Mm -hmm. Okay. We saw like the big ordeal with Order 66 and just everyone getting wiped out, but we didn't really get like the personal stories. In my opinion, like I would like some smaller stories of what happened with Order 66 and just having just showing a master and apprentice how they dealt with it. I agree. That was, was that was, was really probably... great. Um and you know like the story of him potentially being the last Jedi out there, like how does that affect him? and whatnot so like combat was great narrative was great um and i think the only problem i had with it was uh oh i played it on pc and i had performance issues but that like that's nothing against the game that was just me playing yeah. it on pc um well, that's your first mistake you played on pc that's, that's yeah, right i did i did buy it on playstation to play it again when i want to replay it so um I know it's great. Like I want them. I'm sure when we get into the future, like Jedi Fallen Order has a big tent pole in that future. So, okay, Ryan, what did you think of Fallen Order? I think I'm going to state this off the top. I think the story is fantastic. I think the character of Cal is a great addition to the Jedi canon, all that kind of thing. He's a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. Now, the game itself is hot garbage. Oh. Okay. And I'm coming in as a Soulsborne guy. I think the gameplay is babies for Soulsborne. It plays like utter trash. And I had three game-breaking bugs trying to play that game Oof. that would corrupt my entire save file. Mm. <laughs> so I had a terrible time playing that game. <laughs> See, that's why I asked if you were a Soulsborne guy when you said you didn't care for it that much. <laughs> because then you can be like, Ryan, where... <laughs> Coming yeah. from those games, it's such a stark difference. <laughs> I, and I was just like, and I was starting to get into it and stuff, and then I just have these game-breaking crashes, where I'd fall through the world continually mm. every time I restarted, and I don't know what was wrong with it. That was your new force <laughs> power, obviously. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. I only ran but, into one bug while I played that, and I just had to restart the mission I was on. It didn't crash my game completely like that, though, thankfully. Same yeah, here. no, I had a, all those horror stories you kept hearing online of, like, that game-breaking things. That was me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was just like, oh, this is this is fun. This is this is what I wanted. <laughs> I did like some of the boss fights though. Some of the boss fights were real good. Especially okay. when you fight I can't remember the dude's name when you're fighting him on um Oh my god, I'm having a serious brain fart right now. Game of the year, guys. Dathomir. There it is, Dathomir. Uh when you had to fight that dude. I can't remember what his name was. He used to be he like fell from grace. Will, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't think of that character's name either. Yeah, Lucifer, that was. Guys, it's I know. I and know. Lucifer. Yeah, it was uh, when <laughs> when. The, I mean, uh, it was kind of like the Star Wars Lucifer because he was like <laughs> he was like the big time like force user guy that kind of like was exiled and stuff. But yeah, I don't know why I can't think of his name. It's going to bother me now. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it. Like, uh, yeah, that part was great. And I like the fact that it was um, being a Souls person. I like that if you want to call it quote-unquote baby Souls, that was a much better move to reach a broader audience. Like, if you would have made this game, like, a Souls game straight up, I think it wouldn't have been as well-received. So I think having light Souls combat was great. Um, I do think going that route versus just, like, a standard hack and slash like they used to be, Mm-hmm. What was the right choice? I I don't think I have the, I don't know that kind of gameplay wouldn't do it for me anymore. Like I went back and replayed one of the old Jedi games where it's just a hack and slash, and like it was fun for like the first two missions, but then it was just like, well, I'm just gonna hurry up and mow through these levels because I just want to get to the end of the campaign. But yeah, I don't know. Fortunately, still does play. it for me. Ugh. So the boss's name was Taryn Malikos. Yeah, yeah Malikos. That's, that's who it was. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, it was great. Um, uh, trying to think of a, like it was good to have you know stuff from the Clone Wars TV show in there, like Night Brothers, Night Sisters. I thought that mm-hmm. was really neat. All the uh, stuff on album. Yeah, I thought yeah. that stuff was really cool. Um. And I love the uh, like the second Inquisitor. She is my new Bay. Like she was, <laughs> she was awesome. Like she was great. I have her and Kylo up in the living room. Um, well, they're the same character. Yeah, oh my <laughs> god! Don't do that to me if they're the same character. Oof! I couldn't they, handle that. They they just she just reminded me of just like Kylo, but different yeah. era. <laughs> no, I, it's just like as much as like in Star Wars, we have that whole fallen apprentice or fallen master thing like it mm-hmm. still worked for me in this game like oh, yeah, it was still fun like that it, it, it was fun that's like you know what uh did she, <laughs> you always get the did she tell you what actually happened and then you have like that dialogue with mm-hmm. um and but no it was great um uh, i do enjoy the line where he was like haha this kid thinking we back in the clone wars or something i was like ah that was fun <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, there, there's just a, like a bunch of small little stuff in that game uh, that makes it great. Um, like when Cal had to use his force powers for the first time, like that was such like a big moment because it's just like, hey, if I do this, I'm like, that's it. My life is ruined right now. Like they're going to come after me. Yep. But he did it anyway because he's a good guy. So um, it sucked that we had to wait until like what a month ago to get like red lightsabers in the game and the imperial outfit for cal so red lightsabers are the way to go for the audio listeners eric is holding up a red lightsaber and yes. turned it on as soon as he said red lightsaber so yes that's all i have to say about jedi fallen order okay right now 
It right. was your game of the year, though. I want to make that. I will, which I understand. Last year was not a good year for games. Mine was Death uh, Stranding. We, it wasn't a great time. <laughs> it was a great time. Mine was also Death Stranding. <laughs> I, I just love traveling. You know, walking yeah. around, delivering those packages. Norman so Reed anyway. in the mystery fetus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's really good. I like that. 2020 has been so long. Fallen Order feels like it came out three years ago. <laughs> it does. It hasn't been a full really year does. yet. It's crazy. I also so, love yeah, the fact that like Cal's... a full year like, next week. That sounds right. Uh, I love that Cal's Saber is going to be bought. You can buy it now in Galaxy's Edge. I want I that can, really I bad. I believe that, to be honest. I knew that game was a big success, but I, I cannot believe Cal was so beloved that he won... The fan poll to have his lightsaber and what, what were the other sabers again that there were, were up in like the running? Big names in there. There was uh Count Dooku's, Qui-Gon Jinn, Ray, uh, oh Ezra Miller, Kanan. Like the, there were like big legacy characters in that poll that he beat out, which was astounding to me. I, I guess I'm severely underestimating the the Cal fan base out there. It's the power of the redheads. One thing I think it could be is that like everyone's saber, like it looks complete and stuff, and Cal's saber that they're selling is kind of like broken. Mm-hmm. I like, love the way Cal's saber looks. So maybe that's why, because yeah, like, oh, be. that looks way different than. Obviously, I would want Count Dooku's like saber hilt, yeah. but like having a cut off saber with wires protruding seems just his cord cool, so. sword. <laughs> so, Will. Tell me about Order sixty six. What what's this whole thing? You know. Well, I, I mean, no, I'm I was just gonna say I was gonna say everyone at least knows where Order sixty six is, but I could explain it if you need. <laughs> no, no, no. I I know what Order sixty six was. Um, I guess let's talk. You know, future of Star Wars games with uh, EA. What do we think would happen, Eric? Do you think there what do we be think a... what happens? Yeah. What do you think happens? What do you think would happen? You know? Um, do we think do you sorry, do you think that there's gonna be a fallen order two? Oh no doubt. There's no doubt gonna be a fallen order two. That's saying that game so what? We're running 13, out of time. Thirteen plus million copies. Okay, but we're running out of time. They what only are we running have... out of time for. No, I, think, I mean I think it's next year as the license is up. Yeah. I thought they extended it. What? I don't I could have swore Disney said they were extending their license with EA. I mean, I think because of this conversation we're gonna be having, they will extend it. Just because of our conversation. Yeah. I like yeah. That. Yeah. But they're like, oh, these guys know it. These guys get yeah. it. Right. Do we want that's why I'm gonna EA say to... give it to Ubisoft? Ooh, I don't know about Ubisoft. Uh, no. Um uh, so here, here's the thing. I think EA is now on a two-game win streak when it comes to Star Wars. Because uh, if we remember, like Battlefront One, like th- when that came out, that was fine. People liked yeah. it. I spent hours upon hours in that game because it was great. I had so much fun playing it. And then you know the debacle with Battlefront Two came out and. Unfortunately, that's a game I did not put as much time into as I want to because just it was, ah, I didn't know what it wanted to be. But with Fallen Order and Squadrons, I think they're on a right track. And I think that if they stick with that right there um, and stuff that I 
want to bring up later, give them everyone else time to talk. I think EA, I think EA is still the right person to do it. So, okay. So just a heads up, EA Star Wars license extends to 2023. However, EA reportedly unhappy with game license. Which is crazy. That's business talk. Probably they want 50 million copies sold or something. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, sorry. Um, do we want? Sorry, Will, did you want uh, Fallen Order two? Yeah, I I do. I want to see where they go with that story. Um, okay. I I kind of give I do give them credit for saving Battlefront two. I think that game, if you play today, is a night and day difference from the product they gave us. Um, they they tried to load it with microtransactions. They tried to do kind of the I don't I don't really know how to describe it because it is kind of just so common in the gaming sphere now. But like they they tried to to over overcharge on that game of yeah nickeling and diming everything they could out of it, and it blew up in their face. I think they learned from it, and the product that they ended up returning with and fixing by the end. Like I think Battlefront Two might be my favorite online Star Wars game ever now. Um, oh. Like the Ewok hunt game mode on there specifically is just amazing, and I kind of wish they would use that kind of template. Someone out there, or me, if I ever get money, make a short film out of that same concept because I think that game mode is so much fun. I've had so much fun just playing that game mode, let alone like all the other standard modes too. So like with that turnaround, Fallen Order was a big hit. Squadrons is a hit. So I think they can use that to kind of keep the online multiplayer with like the Battlefront, because I know they'll have to do a Battlefront 3 at some point. And then Fallen Order can do the, the single player stuff and with like world exploration and stuff and squadrons kind of has like that entry level low budget niche covered. So like, and, and the thing too, like I'm such a a loser about like the sequel to it is I just want to know what it's simply going to be titled because like, it's not going to be fallen order Two. It'll be star Wars Jedi colon something. Cause like it, the game was star Wars Jedi colon fallen order. So this Correct. could be like Star Wars Jedi colon the hunt for the younglings or something. Cause like, that's how that campaign ended was he was left with like, the name database. Yeah. Yeah. So, a monster. so like, I'm just, just even curious on what the title's going to be. Um, so I hope they get to keep making it because I do think they have figured it out and they're on the right track. Now is the Disney agreement very high in demand on how much money financially they could be making things. And that's why he isn't happy that very much, very well could be because since it is star Wars, they're going to want every game to do call of duty levels, no matter what its reception is. Yeah. And, and do we think that it, that's ever going to happen or will I mean, it happen in the future? It could depending on the game, but like a game like squadrons will never do that much. It, it might that's be what I'm cheaper, but I think you have four years, let's not even four years. You have three years left to pump out uh, a game that could potentially do that much money. 
I think, I, I think in months they're going to quickly turn around the Squadron sequel like I suggested that they should do, basically. Yeah. I think all we'll get left that will probably determine if they renew in 2023 or not will be the whatever the next Jedi game is and how well that does. Okay. If they come out if they come out with the sequel and knock it out of the park and it sells gangbusters, wins a bunch of game of the year awards, everyone loves it, I think they'll renew. Okay. Ryan, do you think would the do you think we'll ever get uh Fallen Order 2? Oh, of course. I I don't see a world where that doesn't happen. That okay. you don't end a game like that with no like with a clear cut to the next uh game. And not put that out, especially for how well that game did. I definitely see that. But my thing is, Respawn made that game correctly, if I'm correct, right? Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. Give Respawn the Battlefront license as well. Get the Titanfall team or the Apex team to make a shooter for them. Because Battlefield hasn't cut it for about three games now. They haven't made a good Battlefield game. Not just a battlefront game, but a good battlefield game. And those people at Respawn have proven with Titanfall 2 and Apex, they can make a fantastic shooter. Yes. I would love to see what they could do with Star Wars. Because you could get a Call of Duty-esque Star Wars shooter out of them that would sell gangbusters. And run. Oh, man. Could you imagine? I mean, do you see Stormtroopers sliding and aiming down sights, though? But this is this is the turn. This, <laughs> this is, is where, yeah, this is the turn. This is where stormtroopers can actually be good. Uh, okay. I I don't see them doing that, but I do see them running around like not not the like typical Call of Duty sign, but think like think like MW two style combat. Okay. Like okay. St- like hard boots on the ground. I could definitely see that. Like class systems, all that kind of thing. Not the battlefront big field, but ten v ten. 6v6, I think, would work really well. I think... But that's my dream, is that they give it to Respawn and let them do the shooter. Just let Respawn do everything Star Wars. Respawn's the only good thing that EA's got at the moment. Um, <laughs> I think the thing with DICE, why they were good for the first two Battlefront games, is like their attention to detail and everything. So like when the first two Battlefront games came out, there was like a Star Wars movie that came out a month right after it. So you got Battlefront right. 1 come out, and then Force Awakens is a month later. You got Battlefront 2 come out a month later is Last Jedi. So they are they were able to because uh, I think Battlefront 2 you could play crate like a week before the movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for people to experience it. And having like that type of movie uh, like definition in a game was big at the time. Where it's like, hey, buy this game, you can play the new Star Wars stuff from the movies. And I think one thing I want to talk about is like how having the crutch of canon and the star wars universe is affecting these games like i feel as though like right now star wars is in a great place because there's no more skywalker saga like they can do anything they want now like they're not tied to anything and i think the games need to do that so i think that what marvel has done well is that they've allowed these developers and stuff with this ip and because like look insomniac was great at crazy Gameplay, flying everywhere, Spider-Man. Give them Spider-Man. Okay, that works. Like Square Enix, big publisher, they could handle Avengers. Something like that. So I wish EA would let and trust some developers to make stuff. 
like they trusted respawn to make this star wars game and it turned out pretty well mm-hmm. like i i want them to give studios like give like the little indie studios at ea let them make a little indie star wars game where you're at the cantina and you have conversations with everybody and well, that's what the sims expansion is oh batu yeah. <laughs> that was disneyland uh no but like have something like that where it's just like you just sit around you talk to characters stuff like that just like give like trust your developers to make a good star wars game you don't have to tie it in with anything just um like i really wanted amy hennig's star wars game but we'll never get that like i really (laughs) wanted 1313 really badly but we'll never get that like i want a cd coruscant underbelly game damn it ruben give me that I'm with Eric on this one. Losing thirteen thirteen was a big blow for me with the Star Wars IP at EA. I'm like, because everything they showed for that game got me hyped. Well, see, and that was wasn't like, oh. an EA thing though. That was a Lucasfilm closing. Yeah, it was. They they canceled that game themselves. It, it got it got killed along with a bunch of other good things. <laughs> I just want EA going forward to just put faith in developers and keep making good Star Wars games because there's a lot of great Star Wars story out there. Like I don't want my only Old Republic game to be an MMO. As much as people mm-hmm. like Old Republic, I want give me give me something. Give me Jedi Fallen Order, but put it in Old Republic times. Like give stuff like that. Do stuff we haven't seen mm-hmm. before. Okay. All right. I think we could probably give you that. But again, we only have less than three years left, do we and think? I think in these three years we're gonna get one battlefront game the Jedi sequel and probably a squadron sequel. And that's what they're going to have to use to sell to Disney. Hey, renew with us. Like, look what we've done these last three games. You think that they're going to pump out three games within three years? Yeah. So this year was squadrons next year or the year after that is going to be Jedi sequel. And then maybe 2022, 2023 Jedi falling order, Jedi Gungan (laughs) revenge, whatever you want to call it. Gungan uh, revenge. Oh, I would like that. that. Um, but like, I just want some good Star Wars games. That's all mm-hmm. I want. I want. I, I don't I, even care what the gameplay, like game style is. I'll just yeah. buy it because it's Star Wars. Like there was a rumor before Squadrons was revealed that it was going to be a MOBA. I was like, I've never played one before, but I'm going all in on it. <laughs> Time to understand what top laning means. Yeah, they had that. They had that DC MOBA a few years ago. I don't like MOBAs, but like, hey, a MOBA where I could be Superman and Wonder Woman. I'll play that. Um, <laughs> I'll be the number I, one ranked MOBA player if the Star Wars one comes out. <laughs> I just I want to have that feeling like when I played the Revenge of the Sith movie tie-in game again, where like that game was, that game was not great. But I love the shit out of that game. And I want to have that feel like I want like give me the alternate take where Anakin beats Obi Wan on Mustafar. Give me something like that. That was fun. Um, he had the high ground. There's no way he was gonna not in the alternate ending, yeah. Ruben. You know what's gonna give me that feeling though? The Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga in the spring. Oh my god, yes, you're right. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Now to be clear, this Lego Star Wars saga is all of the games in one. All oh, the movies. It's all nine of the Skywalker films in the one game. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, they're not remaking the old games. They're remaking everything about it. Like the story. I mean, the story is the same, but like the level design will probably be more updated and better. And 
Okay. The graphics and all that, but okay. And that's only for ninety bucks. Sixty bucks. Yeah, that's just gonna be regular price. <laughs> wow, it's gonna be a hundred dollars. But I would ever want to push something because I pre-ordered it as well. I would recommend getting the collector's edition because it's gonna come with all of the DLC with that. Some okay. Mando DLC maybe would be. Yeah, nice. there's it's there's Mandalorian, Bad Batch, and Ooh. two other packs. But they're all going to be Give part of me the, the bad one. But the collector's edition gets all those with that. Where if you just got the standard edition, you'd have to pay for those content content packs on their own. Okay. I did all like right. Force Awakens Lego game. I thought that was neat. That's I the only one I played was the Force Awakens one. It also Not like same. it added that whole thing with uh, with you know CP three PO's red arm. It explains it in the game. And, you know, I don't like introducing Star Wars canon into, you know, games like Fortnite did. Yeah. The dead speak, but in Fortnite. What? Like, that whole I, Fortnite event, that was like the message that Palpatine broadcast to the galaxy that they mentioned in the opening crawl for Rise of Skywalker. It's like, oh, really? Started, yeah. Like that was Fortnite? But, yeah, it was yeah. important. I was so freaking pissed about that because I didn't play the event. And so when they talk about how Pal- Palpatine spoke, I'm like, um, when? Where, where, where did when did Frank talk? When did when did he speak? <laughs> like, you could have so, easily put that in a trailer, like yeah. in one of the starting trailers. They, I mean, I think they could have just started the film that way, but they could have a lot of different for things Walker, to be honest. <laughs> Did we all like Rise of Skywalker? I thought it was fine. I, I fucking fine. hated it. It's my okay. least favorite of the sequel trilogy, but it's still a Star Wars film, and I had fun. So, yeah. okay, all right. But there are a lot of issues. But again, we we're not talking about Star Wars movies, or else this could go on for eight hours. Really. This could go on for eight hours. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, I still saw it three times in theaters. And bought it. I, I also <laughs> saw it. We tested theaters. <laughs> we hated it. We still gave them money. <laughs> I saw it. Well, again, I had a list. Uh, sorry, AMC A list. So I saw it for essentially one ticket price. Yeah. First time I saw I paid- it, the, the film was very dark. I think it was a projector issue. So when I saw it in IMAX, I'm like, oh, that's what that scene is supposed to look like. Yeah. Still doesn't make it better, but that's how it's supposed to look. <laughs> I paid IMAX money three times to see it. I'm so sorry. I would have done the same thing. Like, there's a lot of story choices I have, like, with that movie, but I still think, like, when that movie's awesome, it's friggin' awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree um, especially when Kylo's on screen. But anywho, I think uh, Star Wars games. Um, yeah, I think they're on the right, uh, right goal, right, uh, right path. But I want them to take new stuff. Like, give me, I God, give me a Mando game for crying out loud. Give me one of those. Uh, so I did want to bring up the Mandalorian because there's this question that's been bugging the shit out of me ever since season one ended. Where's Warner Herzog? I know. No, I don't really care about <laughs> Warner Herzog. Oh, you don't know about the dark saber. I, no, that, I okay. kind of know about the dark saber, but that's not my question. Okay, is Boba Fett still alive? Will we see uh, him in season two? Uh, that I don't know. Yeah. What? Well, his 
his marketing agency said he's in it. But that that's still know. just kind of something we're gonna have to live to see to be confirmed or not. But like okay. Timothy Oliphant was cast as Cobb Vanth, which uh, somehow out of the blue I predicted before anyone did. I don't. Did I don't, you really? I did. Uh, before what because like my podcast that's back now we went on hiatus but during the lockdown conversations everyone should listen to it it's great what is it called (laughs) uh it's the cantina conversations where could we find that Uh, any podcasting platform all the episodes are back up they were down while we were on hiatus because i stopped paying for the server i kept them on but they're all up there now but okay um, it's great ruben you should listen to them i'm gonna have to start i'm gonna give it a lesson but uh yeah, like when we were locked down, when COVID first hit, we we obviously had nothing to do. So like we tested the waters and did a live stream show. And like we were discussing things that we wanted to have happen in season two of Mandalorian because like the Boba Fett rumors were popping up. And I was like, I was like, if Boba Fett's in it, he's not going to be in his armor and Cobb Vanth will be in his armor. And I was like explaining this character because my two co-hosts had not read the Aftermath books, so I was like explaining to them who Cobb Vanth was, and he's this guy that finds this beaten up, spit out Mandalorian armor in the desert of, or from some Jawas that they found in the desert in Tatooine. So he starts wearing the armor and calls himself the Sheriff of Ch- Tatooine. So I was like, he's going to be wearing Boba Fett's armor in the show, and then literally it was like a week after our live stream. The Hollywood Reporter broke that Timothy Oliphant was playing Cobb Vanth, and they were like, "How did you get that right?" And I was like, "I have no <laughs> idea." <laughs> Insider information. That's how <laughs> he was the one that was. He's he gave the final vote, and he's like, "Just do it." Let's yeah. just get Timmy. And watching just, the live stream, they're like, "Fuck it." They were watching. Give and they were like, him. "Yeah, they were giving it just for him. We're gonna cast him." <laughs> Oh, that's such a good casting, though. Oh my god, it is. I mean, they could definitely play though, where Boba Fett's alive, but he lost his armor and he got beat to death. But I still think the whole thing's just a ruse. I think he's going to be Captain Rex. I think he's going to appear in whatever episode Ahsoka shows up in. But that's my theory. Did they? I, I'm with there on that. Did they say if Sabine is in this or not? She was supposed to be rumored to be what Sasha Banks was playing, but then after the the trailer came out, everyone was like, no, she's a whole new character, and that kind of killed those rumors. That's unfortunate. It's weird that Sasha Banks is going to be in Mandalorian Season 2. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, a, that's a fun pick. I'm very interested in to see how her like acting ability is. Because wrestlers are either... You get like a Dave Batista, or you get like um, Rock. The people that do those straight to DVD movies for the WWE, <laughs> like, like the, the Miz. As like, someone who uh, religiously watches wrestling, I think Sasha Banks will do a good job. She's a hell. On, she's hell on the mic. So okay, I can see. The, it I, I used to be big into pro wrestling, but I fell out of it in about like 2015. I think was about the last time I started watching any of that stuff. So. I have a thought, Ruben. Yeah, go ahead. How would you, since it being October and all, how would we make a Star Wars horror game? Ewok hunt. Oh my without god! E- without Ewok hunt. <laughs> so I have a question about this Ewok hunt you keep bringing up. 
Are you hunting Ewoks or are Ewoks hunting you? I think Both. Ewoks are hunting you. Half of the half of the players are Ewoks and half of the players are stormtroopers. And the goal of the game is if you're the stormtroopers, you're a squadron of stormtroopers that got left behind on the uh, forest moon of Endor and you have to wait until you can get picked up by a shuttle. And the only light that you have because the game's at night, the only light that you have is this flashlight on the end of your rifle. And it's temporary, so like it can go out and has to recharge before you can turn it back on. Whereas the Ewoks have night vision, and they have their battle horns. So when you're a stormtrooper creeping through Nehi grass, and your flashlight is out, and all of a sudden you hear a stick break, and then you hear, and then you're swarmed by Ewoks, you just cry, because that's the only one of the That sounds fantastic. It's awesome. It's <laughs> really very is. scary to me. I would not want to be a stormtrooper. On the forest um, of Endor and Battlefront was always a uh, disadvantage. Really yeah. Very big disadvantage. Uh-huh. It's upsetting. Um, Eric, to answer your question, I think uh, um, they kind of already did it. What? The, the hard game. Uh, horror stars game. The last 15 minutes of Fallen Order fucking terrifying for me with Darth Vader. Yeah, when he's just like stalking you and you're powerless against him. (laughs) Yeah, I I wish I wasn't spoiled on that because like, even though it's just like, obviously it's Darth Vader. It's like, it's Star Wars. It's probably going to happen. Still seeing just like my favorite Star Wars character just show up out of nowhere. Obviously it's going to make me happy. So I'm I'm bummed I got spoiled by that. Um, But Oh god, what was I gonna say? I would genuinely like uh like there's so many genres of games you can make with Star Wars. Like I would just love a Star Wars horror game. I'm gonna throw out Republic Commandos, because that game has some horror vibes to it. That is a good game. It had that like it's backwards compatible (laughs) on the Xbox. Is it? It is. Finally a reason for me to use Game Pass. So what do you think? (laughs) What would be your Star Wars horror, horror game? Me? Are you talking to me? Yeah, no, I said Will. Oh, oh okay. Um, I don't know. Like, Ewok Hunt just scratches that for me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like the biggest uh, survivor horror game fanatic, really. So, like, I only play like one every so often. So, like, just playing a night of that for a while that that scratches that itch that i would have okay i think what we'd have to do is you would have to get to the super crazy mystical side of star wars mm-hmm. um like get go to dathomir and have all that crazy shit happening to you for a night and i don't know maybe uh you're just a soldier who's sent there you crash on the planet i don't know hallucinations stuff like that um but uh, yeah, I just want a Star Wars horror game. That's really something I really want. But don't I make would... me hide. Like if I can pull out a lightsaber or something at any time, that'll make me feel better. If something scares me, you can just slice it in half. Mm-hmm. I would Give also me have Dead to say... Space, <laughs> but <That's>... Star Wars. <laughs> that would be interesting. I would like to see that. that. Was an EA game? Yeah, it was an EA game. Taking that so... Visceral. Does that developer exist or did they close that developer? Oh, visceral, visceral is done. Visceral was the <laughs> okay. one that's going to be making that Amy Hennig game. Oh, that's, that's right. 
and then that got uh, scrapped. I would also say, you know, um, I'm pretty sure that they were rebels. Have a uh, rebel game where you're technically in the movie universe that you're in uh, Rogue One leading up into A New Hope and just have you as one of the rebels that gets killed by uh, Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One. Mm. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I be Darth Vader? No. You cannot be. Not like he was asynchronous mate type ladders. Don't want no. anymore. Oh my god. You could watch oh him my kill god. You. What was that? You could watch him kill you. So that's exactly. Thing. Yeah. Ryan, your voice got higher and barkier there all of a sudden. Everything okay? I have. I don't know why my dogs are freaking out. Um, it's the Darth Vader. Yeah, oh, that's what it shit. is. My <laughs> He's coming for you. He's yeah, that scene in Rogue One is still the only reason why I like Rogue One. Sorry for that hot take, but uh, crazy. uh I I just I, Rogue One was fine. I thought it was fine. I like the everything from Scarif to the end of Rogue One. I think I one of my one of my problems with it was is tied into Battlefront where everyone was really wanting like new content but we only got uh, original trilogy stuff and then to to be like oh you wanted new stuff here's Scarif okay all right you know what I'll take it that's fine I'll take it it did give us our lord and savior though the the space monkey (laughs) I thought you were about to say Kranich there for a second (laughs) No, I absolutely love Baston the Space Monkey. And you don't see his body in that plane wreckage, so my theory is he's still alive, and he's going to come back with a vengeance. <laughs> he and uh, Babu Frick is gonna, are going to team up together. They have a buddy cop movie. Oh, God. Baston and Babu. Or <laughs> what have I walked back to? I had to go sign for UPS package. Oh, <laughs> not on now. Bob Frick, uh, buddy cop movie. I mean, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Bobby's back. Okay. He was a good part, guys. <laughs> he was one of the good parts. I don't know about that. Uh, they wouldn't have able to re- had the Sith readings translated without him. Okay. They didn't need have, the Sith readings being translated. Okay, I, it was a I really bad movie. Bobby Frick Funko Pop in the box because it's worth money. <laughs> Really? Yeah. So Babu can come back to value up his character all he wants. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time he's ever going to be in Star Wars is that one scene right there. I hope that's the case. Yeah. Because then that thing will be worth thousands. Yeah. Eventually, and then I'll get him tattooed on my lower back. Oh God. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, Will, for coming on and talking to us about Star Wars, giving us your expertise. Really appreciate oh, it. Thank you for having me on. Anytime, oh. I, anytime I can talk the wars. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll check back with you to see if you could uh, come on for Mandalorian Season 2 review. Okay. Okay. I'd be more than happy to. Okay. Sounds good. Um, before we go, I want to do some plugs. Eric, where can people find you? Uh, hey, what's up? Eric Seagin on Twitter. That's about it. Okay. Will, where can people find you? 
you can find me on Twitter at Papa Star Wars. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Papa underscore Star Wars. And then you can check out my podcast, The Cantina Conversations. And we're also on Twitter at Cantina Convo. Okay. I'll be putting it in the description below. Uh, Ryan, where could people find people you? People can find me on all the social media networks at RyanTheLion3055. Also, it's sad someone took Papa Star Wars on Twitch from you. It really is. I know I was heartbroken. <laughs> You want me to rough him up for you? Yeah, if you can find him, you beat him up, put him in a locker, and tell him to give me what I deserve. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, I'll definitely do that. Did they, wait? Did somebody take Papa underscore Star Wars on uh, Twitter? No, but I Papa Star Wars was just what I was on Twitter first, and I don't want to change it. No, yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe it's the same guy. You know, it could be. We could be at war with yeah. The underscore. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna be my fanfiction. Uh, That's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, my self-insert fanfiction. Oh god! <laughs> you could find me on Twitter and uh, dude, Instagram. On there you go. Jesus Christ! I don't know what the hell's wrong with me today. Your name is <laughs> Jesus Christ on this thing. <laughs> wow! <laughs> that? Let me try that again. I think, I think someone has that name already, Ruben. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm Jesus H. Christ. That's so you hear about that really old book? That's about you? Yeah, I do oh, know. I could turn cool. water into wine. But wow. apparently it's illegal in the States, so I can't really do it anymore. Dang. Yeah. Um, no, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PenConquest and Twitch at Penultimate Conquest. We're also doing starting up the Penultimate Plays twi- Twitch uh, this week. So be on the lookout for that. Um, thank you, Will, once again for joining us and talking about Star Wars. Thank you, Eric, for coming on today on your day off. I know that's. Do we, do we even ask what everyone's favorite Star Wars game was? <laughs> if we're talking about Star Wars games, we didn't we even did ask. Not, what everyone's we favorite didn't game ask. Was. Well, we could save it for another time. Okay? okay, all right, for the next Star Wars games that come out. Ryan, yes. Thank you for coming on today, buddy. I really appreciate it. Uh, oh, no, pro- going on. no, no problem. No problem. Anytime okay. I get to bother Eric is a good day in my book. Yeah. Apparently that's, that's right. what this show is all about. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for a guy that said Fallen Order was his game of the year last year, he couldn't even answer a simple question, you know? Oh, shame. What was the simple question? We asked you who was the, who was the boss on Dathomir, and oh. you couldn't even answer that. Oh, here, I do have a question for you guys before we go. Yeah, go right ahead. This late 90s uh, Princess Leia action figure I have, mm-hmm. tell me if the face mold for this action figure does not look like me. Let me see if I can get it to focus in. Does that My not God. look like me? My <laughs> God, Will. I can't <laughs> see that. <laughs> I don't know if it's how oh, focused in it got. I am I am not going to be able to watch Return of the Jedi the same anymore. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, boy. Oh, look right. at Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Thank you guys once again. Uh, have a good night. Bye. You too. Thank you. No problem. Peace. Bye.